Yesterday was a perfect day in Philadelphia, and we did all the appropriate tourist things. Like we saw the Liberty Bell. We saw where the Declaration of Independence was signed. We ate a cheesesteak. We did all of that stuff. Today, um, we're going to go to the art museum and see the Rocky Steps. Like we did all that. But I think the best part about yesterday was simply the fact that the weather was absolutely perfect. And all we did was walk around. Could not have been better. And it was one of those days where here's what perfect weather means to me. And I think Jeff too, we were walking around without a sweatshirt and not sweating, but in the shade, it was comfortable and really pleasant. And in the sun, it wasn't too hot. It was just perfect. It was just an absolutely perfect day. And we didn't have like a two, you know, Philadelphia has so many historical sites or whatever. Mm -hmm. We didn't have an agenda to cover all of those. I wanted to show when I lived here, uh, 20 years ago, I lived in the neighborhood where the statue or the statue of Liberty, the Liberty bell is and where independence hall is where, where the constitution was created and the bill of rights and, and the declaration of independence, all of that. So I wanted to show that neighborhood to Cali, but other than that, we had no agenda and we just walked. We were like, we were like so cool. Forrest Gump. Yeah, we were, except for we weren't running at all. And actually, no, we were nothing like Forrest Gump. But um, my favorite part about Philly is the old, super old buildings. And there's something, and maybe it's because Atlanta at one point, like pretty much burned to the ground. So we don't really have a lot of like super, super old, you know, buildings and stuff like that. But here you'll see people's houses that are like brick and just looks so like you exactly what you would think they would look like. And there's a plaque on them that says like 1773 or whatever year it was. And it's so cool um, that the building was built then. Like it just blows my mind and it's so cool. And, and it's still it. standing and it's still standing. I mean, obviously updated, but so cool. Like if they had a tour of houses and they would just tell you about how the houses changed over time and what they did to renovate them and how they got, I would be on that tour for like two days. I, I love it. I promise you that that tour exists because there's every sort of historical tour mm -hmm. in Philadelphia that you could possibly want. Just so neat. I bet there are a lot of ghost tours too. Yeah. Well, the place that I used to live in, I don't know if, if that building was haunted or something. There's a church near my old house that has like a really old cemetery, but it was like the corner. My house was on a corner and the ghost tours would stop right on that corner. And the people giving the ghost tour would always like point out three or four things, either about the street or whatever. And I never had the courage, but like, I wanted to be like, why, what ghost no. lives next to me? No, I wanted to hide in the window and scare the crap out of her. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> or like throw something from the upstairs window on, you know, down onto him or oh something like that just to freak him out. Uh, and Ellie, my, my favorite part about yesterday was Ellie was such a champ, just, just hanging out while we walked. And at one point we signed up for a, 20 minute tour of where the declaration of independence was signed and the constitution was signed, but they were only letting 
six people on each tour. Mm -hmm. So you had to wait to get in. And uh, Callie and I, I think you were more nervous than I was. Yeah, because I have this like thing. I totally get this from my dad. I don't want to inconvenience or negatively impact other people. So the crying baby thing, just like, I'm like, oh my gosh, no, we can't have a crying baby. I don't want to like disrupt anyone. Everyone's on a quiet tour and you know. So we go in, we wait however long we had to wait to get in. Then we go inside for the tour. <laughs> and I kid you not, at four months old, Allie looked like she was riveted by the woman giving the talk. Yeah. Like, couldn't take her eyes off her. Looked like she was actively listening. So funny. And even to the point where the woman would, would point out the architecture or like a sculpture or something. And then Allie would look around. It was just very funny to me that... It was, she was like a little Benjamin Button situation. Like we had, you know, some collegiate scholar in a four-month-old's body. She might be a history lover like you. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. And we can say it all started at the Independence Hall in Philadelphia. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for my the fact that I've lived in different places. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for the ability to work out with just my phone. Because the gym at the hotel we're staying in right now is closed. Yeah, but I made it happen. We are staying in this um, hotel room with like two different rooms. And I was like, all right, Jeff, I'm going to do it. And doing bodyweight exercises, by the way, is horrible. I hate it. And, but this is, your streak is like, what, at like 10 days now or something like that? Well, I have one rest day a week, but yeah. yeah. I know, but that doesn't count towards your, like you've worked out. I have, um... It's an, you don't have to give me yeah. the total, but it's an impressive streak. It is. Nice work. All right. Uh, let's get the word uh, out of here. Out. Out of here. Let's give the word out. <laughs> here. Here. Yeah. Thank you. Word. Words are hard. But first, we need to say congratulations to Ash from Georgia. She was yesterday's winner and the prize that she claimed she got 12 dinners from Dinner Fair, which is um, a sponsor of the show. We love them so much. And if you feel like mealtime is chaos, this is not this part is not sponsored, but go to dinnerfair.com slash upside. Seriously, it will change your life. We have been a customer of theirs for years and I love it. And we will uh, be returning to their customer base uh, in a couple of weeks when Callie Heads back to work. Yes, we will. And things become a little more chaotic because they make it so easy. They make dinner time so easy. All right, here is your word for today. Remember, you want to text this word in to 800-434-5454. And if we draw your name, you can pick a prize. The 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 All the prizes are on our website, callieandjeff.com. And you're in the running for the grand prize, which is $999. The word for today, banana, B-A. N-A-N-A, banana. Good luck. Speaking of like going back to our 
Philadelphia trip. Now it's me with the words. Um, we, I did something that might be a little bit mom crazy. If I don't even know if you realize that I did it, but every time we have walked through the hotel lobby that we're staying in now, Ellie goes berserk. And I don't know if it's like she doesn't like the elevator or I don't know what it is. And she's a pretty chill, quiet kid, but she has cried every single time we walked through the lobby. And I know the hotel staff has heard it. So last night she was sleeping when we got back to the hotel. And I was like, oh, this seems like a perfect time to parade my baby in front of the hotel staff. So I did. And I walked right in front of them, like right in front of the hotel staff while Ellie was sleeping to show that she can indeed be quiet. And I know that it's me because the guy came around the corner and was like, oh, your daughter is so good. How old is she? Blah, blah, blah. So I finally got some of this hotel to see that our kids not cry all the time. I didn't notice you doing that, but I did. It is. It was funny that she only the. I mean, she cried. She's a baby, so she cries every now and again. But she was pretty consistent that the minute we would hit the automatic doors that opened up to go into the hotel, she would start crying. Maybe maybe the hotel's haunted or something. Maybe can't, she's feeling the haunted vibes. Yeah, because very old city. Maybe can't babies sense? Isn't mm-hmm. aren't babies supposed to be able to sense ghosts and spirits and mm-hmm. stuff? So maybe she could sense something. But she just and it to me it became funny. But uh, yeah, I think that made you a little crazy. But I guarantee you, you're not the only person who's done that. But I it. That's a little, that's funny. I just had to like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like I needed a do-over. So I waited until she was being super duper sleepy. And then I like did my little parade day Ellie. I would, uh, I, my, my, my guess is that there are probably people who have done that with, uh, like introducing a baby to friends or family members mm-hmm. and they go over and they're like, this is my, or the, you know, family member comes over to the house to meet the kid and the kid's just in a foul mood and fussy and screaming and crying and whatnot. And then a week later when the kids chill out or whatever, they just drop in mm-hmm. on that friend. So you, so you can see, look, she's not crazy all the time. So I think it's crazy. I don't think you're alone and you're crazy. Cool. All right. I uh, want to, I got so many messages about the thing that I talked about yesterday, the self-sabotage, especially as it relates to money. There's a lot of people who could, who, who could relate to it. And a, a f- more than a few people left me messages saying, I do the same exact thing and didn't realize I was doing it until you verbalized it. So I'm I'm glad I did it. And for that reason, I want to share a couple other behaviors that I know that I do that I am actively trying to change right now. Okay. One of them was supposed to change on this trip, and I don't know if it will, but it will change before the end of the weekend. Okay. Um. So if you didn't hear yesterday's episode very quickly, I realized that I put off paying bills to the very last minute or I stretch them out unnecessarily because I'm trying to create some sort of chaos that I can control, some sort of anxiety that I can control, Mm -hmm. even though it costs me a hundred bucks a month or whatever interest rates are on an outstanding credit card balance, right? Stupid. 
A couple other things that I do that I've noticed is I always, and you've pointed this out before, I'm always playing catch up on my email Mm -hmm. because I will say things like, I can't respond to these emails from the past 72 hours because I still have emails from last week to address. Even though some of them aren't time sensitive. Right. Or even though the ones from last week aren't even that important. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many times I've gone back in to catch up on emails and seen things, have seen things that have resolved themselves. Right. Or are past expiration dates, Mm -hmm. you know, for lack of a better word. So I I just, like, if there was an app that went in and just deleted every email that I didn't respond to in seven days, Mm-hmm. I would I would pay 99 cents for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because and I'm actively going to try to 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 change that because I'm a slave to my email. Yeah. And it's dumb because it's 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 the same self-sabotaging thing because it's creating a chaos that I can control. Mm-hmm. But it causes so much unnecessary stress cuz every time I look at my email it says you have 142 unanswered emails. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm actively trying to change that. And then the one that I'm I'm going to try to change on this trip, but if if we can't, because I need your help for this one. Um, do you see that box over there? Have you noticed that yes. cardboard Amazon box? Yes. Do you know what's in there? No. It was all the stuff that's been on a, a shelf in our studio that I think... Some of it dates back even to my last job at Star mm-hmm. that was in my briefcase when I came home. It's all thoughts, ideas, um, printouts of computer programs, you know, like not programs, but like software that I think could help us Got produce uh-huh. the show or whatever. It's just stuff that's been sitting there for over a year. Oh, my gosh. And I actively in my head say every, every I can't take on this until I get through that. Mm-hmm. So then I make new piles and all this stuff. It's all self-sabotaging. So I've decided, so I, when I said yesterday that this, this revelation is going to change my life, that's what, what I'm talking about because it, it's not just the checking account stuff. It's work stuff. It's personal. It's time. I'm so excited to take care of all this stuff and get those, that clutter. Like my brain feels like an episode of Hoarders on right. A&E. Yeah. And I'm so excited to have the team come in in their hazmat suits and just start hauling stuff out of there. Yeah. Even though I'm the team. I was well, going to say, am I the team? Are you the team? I don't know. Well, like that box, I want us in the car, maybe on the drive back to Atlanta, mm-hmm. like you just to open it up and tell me what everything is so that I can say, yeah, that's dumb. Or I don't need that. Or throw that out. Or I can try to lobby to keep it mm-hmm. and you can, you will make the ultimate decision. Got it. But that box will not exist at the start of the workday on Monday. Perfect. Even if I have to throw the whole thing in the dumpster. Now, here's what I want to know. So you said yesterday that you were able to get yourself from stressed about the credit card bills to, okay, what would my therapist have me do? Like you were able to walk yourself through the motions. And I want you to talk about 
what the that process looks like because I feel like so many people think, ah, therapy won't impact me that much or I don't want to sit around and talk to stuff, but uh, talk to someone about my stuff. But the reality is therapy, a good therapist will help you create, give you the tools to be able to solve problems more effectively on your own. Right. And so I'll explain because I thought about this and I actually Googled it and found out that there's a name for this thought process. Mm -hmm. So I'll explain in the most rudimentary form how I did it. But I I will say, I, I think it could end up being frustrating for some people who have never gone to therapy because until you've actually, it's one of those things that until you've experienced it, you don't know how it's supposed to mm -hmm. feel. But in the most basic form, it's the question, why? So the question, why, W-H-Y, you are doing some sort of behavior, but here's the thing. You have to ask, your, ask that question multiple times. So I'll try to, to use my money thing as an mm -hmm. example. I would say, why do I insist on, on putting off paying a bill that I have the money for, mm -hmm. you know, why do I do that? And then it's like the, the first answer is because I don't want our checking account balance to get too low. Then my, then you ask yourself why again, why don't you want the checking about account balance to get too low? And the answer to that is because I don't want us to run out of money. Like I don't, mm -hmm. Like if the checking account balance gets too low, then we don't have money. Then my next question is, why does that not count? Like why does why do why are you ignoring the credit card debt as part of your income? Like why aren't you attaching those two things as the same thing? Mm -hmm. And eventually you're going to get to a point where you hit an I don't know. Like I can't answer that. Mm -hmm. And then once you hit the I don't know, then you start to look at it practically. And then, and what I physically did is I wrote down on a piece of paper how much the credit card debt was, mm -hmm. how easily we could have covered it, mm -hmm. and how we would still have money. Not only would we have, we'd have less money, but we'd still have money in the checking account. And we have money coming in every two weeks for the next month or whatever. And had you not been in therapy and learned kind of this process with solving problems with your therapist and talking through things in life or whatever, you would have continued this cycle for the rest of your life, never broken it. Yes. And lived with the stress. I, if you have, if you don't want to, if you really don't want to go to therapy, but you're interested in the process, try to find somebody who's been to therapy to help you do it. But the process is called the five whys. And you just keep asking yourself, why, 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 why to get to the root of the behavior? And you might start with, why don't I clear out my emails? Or why don't I, like I kept going and said, once I solved the practical problem, mm -hmm. then I kept going. This is because I've been to therapy and I want to know why. Then I kept going and I said, because I'm a control freak and I want to be able to control things and I can't control like how much, you know, money we're going to make every two weeks. Like that's kind of set. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I can't really control that, but I can 
control how much is in there. So once I acknowledged that it was my control freakiness, Mm -hmm. wanting to take charge of that, all of a sudden that loses power. Right. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. So, And it's all very logical, which you love. Yeah, it's super practical. So I don't know. Did that make sense? Yeah, that totally made sense. I've done kind of a a similar thing. um, And it was like a self-esteem thing where you kind of like out logic the fear or whatever's holding you back, you out logic it. You know what I mean? Like you use logic to be like, oh, actually, that's not reality at all. Right. And you kind of talk yourself back down to earth. Right. Um, And you're like, okay, the way that everything is floating in my head. Not reality. Right. So anyways, I think that's great. FitTrack's Dara Smart Scale is really impressive. Let me tell you how it works. You step on the scale and there are four metal pads. Those pads are going to analyze 17 different health measurements, including body fat percentage, muscle mass, hydration, bone density, and then, of course, weight. All of these 17 measurements are going to be stored in the free FitTrack app that you have on your phone. That allows you to easily track and trend your health over time and see how your daily and weekly choices, whether it's exercise or diet or lack of exercise or lousy diet, affect your health in the bigger picture because that's really what's important. Losing weight is great, but having a big picture of how your health is, is what's really, really important. And that's possible with the free FitTrack app and the Dara Smart Scale from FitTrack. Stop measuring weight and start measuring health with FitTrack. Go to fittrack.com slash upside to take 50% off your order. And for a limited time, you can get an additional 30% off with the code BUILD30 at checkout. That's fittrack, F-I-T-T-R-A-C-K dot com slash upside to save 50% plus an additional 30% with code BUILD30 at checkout. Do not miss out on this amazing limited time offer. FitTrack.com slash upside code build 30 at checkout. Is going to therapy on your looming to-do list? Does it cause you stress to even think about starting therapy? Because you're like, okay, how do I know who to go to? What do I do? Okay. BetterHelp is making it easier for all of us. And this is a company that Jeff and I absolutely love. Here's what you want to do. Go to BetterHelp.com slash upside. They're going to ask you some information about yourself. They will hook you up with one of their licensed professional counselors. They have thousands, okay? And if you don't mesh with that counselor, they can hook you up with someone else. It is easy. It is fast. We love this company. We happily endorse them. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. They can help you with depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, grief, self-esteem, family contacts, you name it, they can help. Start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Thrive Market is a membership-based market. They're on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. They're not just food. They also have cleaning products and and beauty products. And all of this stuff can be sorted by whatever is important to you. So if you're looking at the food and you're doing like the paleo 
diet or the paleo lifestyle, you can sort by that and just look at all their paleo offerings. If you are trying to find stuff for your house that's healthy and good for the environment, you can sort by those categories. So easy. Here's the deal. They've got two membership options. They've got a one month membership for just $9.95 a month or for just $5 a month, you can get an annual membership. It's $59.95 for 12 months. And you're going to get a great offer just because you're a listener of The Upside. Join Thrive Market today. You'll get 25% off your first order and an exclusive free gift. But the only way to get this offer is by going to thrivemarket.com slash upside. That's T-H-R-I-V-E. M-A-R-K-E-T dot com slash upside to get the exclusive offer of 25% off your first order and a free gift. You can't get this offer anywhere else. Go to thrivemarket.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day is every problem is a gift. Without problems, we would not grow. Okay, here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Uh, Number one, kind of related to what we were just talking about. Uh, According to a study by WalletHub, Americans paid off $83 billion with a B in credit card debt in in the year 2020. It's only the second time in the past three and a half decades that America is a group has ended the year owing less on credit cards than they did the year before. Which is probably because we haven't done anything. Yeah. Well, they say it's like, oh. We're not traveling as much. We're eating in more. Stimulus checks and then a pause in loan repayments. Like mortgage and stuff like that. Um, But also, I think for us, for you and I personally, I think for a lot of people, um, just not eating out as much, Mm -hmm. which is a big expense. Not going out as much. So that's gas or parking or an Uber, mm-hmm. certainly not. I mean, there's a big difference between buying a bottle of wine and buying a glass of wine at a restaurant, right? Financially, so I think for us, that's it's not that we've paid off credit card debt; it's just that we haven't run it up as much, mm-hmm. you know, to the much to the detriment of the restaurant industry. But I think that's what it is for us. So uh, that's my first random thing. Number two, smart people take cold showers. Um, this is a study at, at, uh, on thehealthy.com. Uh, cold water was associated with a significant decrease in tension and fatigue and an improvement in mood and memory. All of these things boost brain function and productivity. And um, the cold shower or immersing yourself in cold water for a brief amount of time to stimulate the nervous system and the blood vessels is associated with... Uh, being more mentally astute. A Do lot, not like. A lot of smart people. I love that. hot showers. Well, you know, you can take a hot shower, but what you're supposed to do at the end is crank the water all the no. way to cold for no. two minutes. No, that is horrible. You should try it when you go back to work. How great no. would that wake up be? Mm-mm. 3.30 Pass. in the morning? Pass. Ice cold water? Pass. Oh, wait, you wouldn't even need coffee. Pass. My third random thing is the average worker spends 22 years of a 45-year career in meetings. Ugh, Uh, I hate meetings. One-third of that meeting time is spent in meetings that have no point. Obviously, they're asking the employees their opinion of the meetings. They're not asking the managers because managers always think- I think we 
all know people that love to call a meeting. Oh my God. I know several of those people. I personally hate, uh, there is nothing I hate more than a pointless meeting. Yeah, Like it's a waste of everyone's time. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. Somebody, I can't remember. It's some successful manager had a rule that was, no meeting, every meeting has to be exactly, and it was like 16 minutes long. It was a weird number, mm-hmm. but it had, it couldn't be shorter. It couldn't be longer. So if the meeting started at 210, it had to end at 226. Mm-hmm. Like that was the thing. And no matter what, and you could only have three meetings a week. And it it forced people to get there on time. It forced the meetings to move really, really It forces really quickly. efficiency. Yes. Um, and the fact that it was an odd time made it more difficult. Because if it's 2.15, you're like, oh, we'll go to 2.20. Somebody showed up, whatever, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like you, somebody had to click their phone on the stopwatch and hit start. And it had to be a 60. And I thought that was love brilliant. It. I love it. Brilliant. It's probably a person who takes cold showers. Probably. Those are my three random things. You know what I was thinking about as we were walking around yesterday in the sunshine? We were wearing masks outside because that's what people do here. Not so much where we're from, but, you know, in, in Philly, down the street, everyone well, wearing I don't, a mask. It might be a law here. I don't know if that's a fair assessment because we haven't really been outside, like, in the city, have we? Um... I don't know. Good point. But I don't see people like at the park and stuff like that. I think in general. For whatever reason, in downtown Philadelphia, there was 100%. I even had my mask off when we were outside and put it on because I felt uncomfortable because it was. Everybody had masks. 100% of the people had masks on. But we're we're also staying like right in the middle of. So it might be a downtown thing. Yeah. Business district or whatever it's called. There's a lot of workers. Yeah. business people and stuff. So it just might be the way it is here. Anywho. Anywho, I was thinking, are we going to get masked tan lines? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Is that going to be a thing now? I mean, because I think I had never thought about it because in Atlanta, I feel like people are outside not really masking and keeping their distance from each other. But here I'm like, we're walking around in the sun all day. Am I going to get home, take the mask off and like there's going to be like, I'm going to have like a white mouth. It would look like you were still wearing a mask. Yeah. Because but then I was like, well, where wouldn't I be wearing a mask? So nobody will be able to see it anyways. Well, but you, when you and Instagram and me. No, because when you get home, if you went to a park back in Atlanta where there isn't an right. outdoor mask regulation or whatever, people will be like, what's wrong with that lady? I have an invention idea um, that I thought of related to Ellie's slumber pod. Okay. Would you like to explain what a slumber pod is, if anyone doesn't know? A slumber pod looks like a camping tent that you put over a pack and play. It is not made out of tent material. It is made out of this super soft, breathable fabric um, that is safe for kids. You put it over the pack and play, and it is a blackout little room. Uh, And we have, both hotels that we've, we've been in, we just got a um like a suite or whatever that has two rooms. So the slumber pod is in the bedroom and mm-hmm. then we shut the door and we can record our show while she sleeps in her slumber pod. Yes. Here's my invention idea. This is for the slumber pod people because okay. they they have the resources to do it. Okay. 
What about a tent that goes over the hotel room bed for mommy and daddy when they want to practice making kid number two, and it's called a thunder pod? Why would they need that if there's a kid in a slumber pod? Because eventually she's going to be mobile. But she'll be locked in her slumber pod. Eventually she'll know how to work zippers. Like she's not always going to be in there. So it's like a little portable do not disturb mommy and daddy tent. <laughs> the thunder pod. Why thunder? That's what's happening under the pod. Oh, I never heard that before. Well, that's really disheartening. Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> I think you made that up. I think that you just accidentally gave an assessment of our love life that I'm not happy with. Thunder, it's that thunder and lightning. Like, wow, it's so great. I literally have never heard that expression before. I, I didn't, I don't, now it's embarrassing that I have to explain it. Oh, sorry. Thunder <laughs> I, and lightning I, I, and everything. Wow, it's so passionate. Oh, got it. Okay. I just never, it has nothing to do with you. I just, I had never heard that expression before. Mm. Today, years old, when I learned that expression. Some relationships are built of thunder and lightning and Ours is apparently just a warm front, slowly moving through the area. The end. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. My assistant Maggie is getting married today. Hey, congratulations, Maggie. So on a Thursday? Oh, whoops. Nope. I'm a day early. She's getting married Friday. <laughs> I thought today was Friday. I was jumping the gun. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I have no idea. It felt like a Friday. My assistant Maggie's getting married tomorrow. <laughs> Apparently this show flew off the rails five minutes ago. I mean, it really did. I don't know what happened to us, but anyways, we'll hold that thought and I will wish her a happy wedding day tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff, that you didn't get a lot of voicemails. We just wanted to say one so you won't be sad, I guess. My name's Haley. My name is Haley. He said, I don't want you to have no voicemails, so he was telling you. I'm sorry. Bye. Rothy's are everywhere, and I can tell you why this brand is everywhere. Number one, they are making the cutest shoes and the cutest bags. I have five pair of Rothy's shoes. I love them, and they are a great addition to really any outfit, whether you, you know, where it's like throwing on yoga pants and running out of your house and slipping on the sneaker style, or you're going to work and you want like the pointy toe flat for a little dressed up look. They are so comfortable. They're machine washable, and they're made out of recycled water bottles. Rothy's has transformed over 75 million bottles into beautiful shoes, handbags, and face masks. Rothy's signature thread made from repurposed plastic water bottles minimizes their impact on the planet and maximizes comfort for you. These are Cali approved. I love these shoes. Their bags are so cute and you are going to love them too. 
Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. Hi, this is Emily from Nashville, and I was just calling in regards to Callie talking about somebody sleeping on their back and not snoring. I also thought it was impossible until I met my husband, and he sleeps on his back all night, never sleeps on his side, and he doesn't snore. I really don't know how he lucked out and can do that. I just don't understand, but I'm with you, Callie. I still am baffled by it, even though I watch it, like, every night, you know, Um when I'm not sleeping, of course. So, um, but yeah, safe travels on the rest of your trip home. Hey, Jeff and Callie, this is Tiffany calling from Wisconsin, and I'm calling because I'm just listening to today's podcast. And Jeff is talking about his brain and creating controlled chaos, and I realized that's me. I'm that person. I do exactly what he does, and I have tried to be better, and I done really well with the micro anxieties and he just made me realize that I do exactly what he does and I'm going to try to be better and do things on time. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. Not to brag or anything, but when I vote for you guys now on Podcast Magazine, my autofill fills you guys in. Like I just have to type a couple letters and it goes to, I start to type the, and it, the comes up, and upside comes up, and then I start to type Cali, C-A-L, and Cali comes up, then and, then Jeff Dollar. So, you know, not to brown nose or brag, but that's what's happening on my phone. So, yeah, real devoted uh, listener here. All right, have a safe rest of your trip. Bye. I have a word suggestion. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Liz. So listening to the episode with your travel and hotel staff, literally just traveled to Orlando, Florida. And um, our hotel was in the Marriott family, and everything that we needed we could activate through the Bonvoy app on our phone. Like we could get a key for it, and I could use that on the app, and then you could make requests through the app. Now, I don't know how responsive time-wise they would be, but everything that we could have asked for at the front desk, you could actually do through the app. And this particular hotel, it was a residence inn, so not super high-end brand, actually had shampoo, conditioner, and liquid soap dispensers in the room. So I don't know what they do about, like, changing it out in between guests, but to the bar soap thing, it was fantastic because it's just exactly like you say, they have the liquid soap. Maybe just... Stay in a different brand of hotel. All right, love you guys. Bye. You can't be perfect without knowing what imperfect is. You have to experience imperfection at some point to go, now I'm perfect. I would urge anybody listening to really, really look into what their definition of success is because it should be yours, not other people's perception and not their definition. So a win is always a win when you know what it is to you.